Hello and welcome to the Broadcast Tech Talks podcast. My name is Jake Bickerton and I'm the Editorial Director of Broadcast Tech. The Broadcast Tech Talks podcast shines the spotlights on creative uses of technology in the broadcast industry. On today's Broadcast Tech Talks podcast is the full recording of a session from the recent AI Creative Summit at BFI Southbank, London. So my name is uh, Cyrus Mabelweller. I'm head of thematic intelligence at uh, Global Data. Global Data is a data analytics and uh, research company. Uh, we uh, provide market intelligence across uh, 20 sectors. Uh, and my background is I'm a tech analyst. So I'm looking at, uh, and my job is to pick winners and losers based on how good they are in tech across all industries. So today I'm looking at the media industry. I'm telling you from a tech perspective what I see. Uh, and I'm going to help you get started. Some of you will be started, but I'm going to help you get started on your AI strategy. So just to, st- to kick off, hands up who's got an AI strategy. Anyone? So not bad. So about 10% uh, 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 of the audience. And obviously that strategy is going to change. Uh, uh, and you need lots of data to help it uh, to help you change it. So let's uh, let let let's kick it off then. So if you're going to start a, uh, on a strategy, even an AI strategy, you look at, you need to look at all the big themes that are going to impact you. Now here at Global Data, uh, we've come up with the the 2024 theme map. We define a theme as any issue that keeps uh, a chief executive awake at night. Uh, but don't uh, yep, a couple of laughs there. Yeah, some of the themes are funny. Yep, definitely. Um, uh, but you know, it, it's not just CEOs this relates to. It's everybody in this room. It's any senior uh, executive, a producer, uh, whatever. And, and you know, there's um, obviously at the top you've got AI. That's the focus of, of of today. But you know, in the media industry, you already should have a strategy on ad tech, augmented reality, the creator economy, gaming, metaverse, and so on. Um, and you need to consider other technology themes like digital twins. We saw a little bit of it in uh, Nvidia. Cloud computing, cybersecurity, that kind of thing, uh, and you also need to consider ESG. You know, generative AI uh, uh, is harmful for the environment. These computers take a uh, take a lot of uh, uh, take a lot of energy. You need to consider geopolitics. You might be uh, making a film that's not acceptable in China or in India. So these are all the things uh, you uh, you you need to consider. So what are you doing uh, about a, a generative AI? What's, uh, what's your strategy? And remember, media is in the front line uh, in terms of the attack uh, uh, from generative AI, from the tech sector. If you look at the tech sector, the world's five biggest companies, uh, out of the world's five biggest companies, four of them are tech companies. Yep, the other one's Saudi Aramco, uh, oil and gas. And these tech companies need to grow, and they grow by invading other industries. Uh, and the only way you're going you're gonna to use generative AI is to sign strategic partnerships with some of these tech companies. So you need to be careful what you sign. Because if there's one thing I leave you with today is, any lawyers in the room? Hands up, any lawyers? I spoke to one. Yep, cool. There's a couple of lawyers. Okay. So nobody wants to be the lawyer uh, that signed uh, the contract, the EMI music contract with Apple in 2000, 23 years ago. Because that lawyer lost EMI music, a lot of money, because the, the music industry in that time did not see what iTunes and digital music would do uh, to their industry. So you need to sign these contracts that you have to sign with technology companies. Do it uh, with your eyes open. Make sure you know what's happening and what's in your interest. 
so uh, we, we've this this it's important I think to 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 know where we where we've come from and where we are in in terms of the development cycle uh, of generative uh, AI. So. Um, we heard from NVIDIA later today uh, about those research papers in 2015, and they mentioned a number of research papers. The one I'm going to, uh, the, the product I'm going to kick, kick it off with, with Google's transformer model. So in December 2017, Google released the uh, its transformer model. Uh, it was a really big thing from a tech angle, but actually it went unnoticed, in, you know, in most industries. But effectively, it was the precursor to. Uh, OpenAI's ChatGPT. Then in November last year, it's November 23 now, so one year ago, OpenAI released ChatGPT. And the reason that was so, um, the reason that created so much hype was, if you compare it to the Google Transformer model and, and everything else that came before, um, almost none of the experts could believe how good ChatGPT was. That's why it all kicked off. And right now, if you look at generative AI, we're in what we call in global data the, the basic phase of generative AI, phase one. And that's where you have less than 80% accuracy. Uh, we all know large language models aren't accurate. They're not accurate for two reasons. One is some of them are based on uh, the public information on the internet, and there's misinformation. And the other reason is uh, these models hallucinate. Hallucinate means uh, you put data in and the wrong conclusions come out. And even Google's modelers don't know why these, th these models hallucinate uh, uh, and, and they wrote the code for it. Phase two is... Um, Phase two is the next one to five years. That's where you, these models will probably reach 95% accuracy. Phase three is in the, the, the next five to 30 years, they might reach 99% accuracy. And then what everybody's worried about is when they reach 100% accuracy, in other words, when they're sentient, when they're conscious, when they're as clever as us, artificial superintelligence, that kind of thing, that's when some experts say they will kill us, they will take over the world, and that actually, Although that risk, the UK government assesses that risk to be quite small, that is one of the reasons Rishi Sunak organized the UK AI Safety Summit. He invited China and America and all the, all the leading governments of the world to discuss the risks of AI, that's why. So in your lifetime, uh, you're gonna see uh, all this change. So this stuff is really moving fast, you cannot ignore it. Now, we're talking about generative AI um, uh, today, that's the big hype thing. But remember, that's a relatively small bit of artificial intelligence overall. So these are these are the five. Th this is how I look at artificial intelligence. There's five key foundational technologies within it: human AI interface, decision making, um, motion, uh, and creation. Creation. Uh, it, it's great. We're at the Creative Summit. So creation is how what what we call generative AI, and that's generating new content. I ideas, um, you know, uh, movie scripts, music, songs, uh, that, that, that kind of thing. Uh, and that's the subject of this conference. But there's also other types uh, of AI. There's human AI interface. So Elon Musk is talking about a brain-to-chip uh, interface uh, so that your, you know, your brain can tell uh, the outside world what, what, what to do. At the moment, we have computer vision, so that's the computer seeing things. We have conversational platforms, that's the computer talking. But in the future, we'll have computers smelling and tasting and touching things uh, like we do. Already, you have haptic uh, functions in the iPhone. Decision-making, that's like Google Maps, taking you, making a decision on how you get from one 
place to another. Uh, motion, the New York Fire Department uses robots to go into a burning building so that their firemen and women uh, don't get killed. Uh, and of course, uh, sentience. Sentience, uh, nobody's got a sentient robot. That's when um, you know, they start take the, taking over the world, the Terminator scenarios and things like that. Now, Generation AI can transform every single segment of your of the media and entertainment uh, 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 industry, and that's the subject of today. So I'm not going to dwell on it. But everything from content creation to acquisition to production to uh, distribution, and I feel your pain. I mean, I'm an analyst by day, but one of my hobbies is, is to be a writer. Uh, and my debut novel, uh, City of Thieves by Cyrus Moore, took me a year to write that and seven years uh, 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 to publish it. Uh, and today, if you go to Amazon, Amazon will tell you that uh, there are some uh, writers that are using Gen AI to publish 10 books a day. Yep, 10 books a day written by Gen AI. And so actually, Amazon has recently announced that there's a maximum of three books that any single author can publish on a day. So I don't know if that makes you happy. It certainly scares the hell out of me. So um, now, you've probably seen a chart like this before. Everybody knows it's uh, Gen AI is moving fast. But I tell you, I want I to um, just put this in perspective and tell you what it means for, for you. So this is the... Uh, Gen AI, of course, has the highest adoption rate of any tech cycle ever in global history. This is the road to 100 million users for all these companies. All these companies are leaders in their field. Uh, so, uh, so Netflix, for example, right? You all know what Netflix has done to your industry, but you had 18 years to figure out what you're going to do uh, 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 for Netflix. Yeah, you had 18 years before they reached 100 million users. Spotify, Twitter, Facebook, they've all got faster. ChatGPT got to 100 million users in just two months. When Rishi Sunak spoke to uh, Elon Musk, who was uh, the, one of the original founders uh, of OpenAI, he's not involved anymore, but uh, he said, you know, according to him, uh, AI is improving 10 fold, five to tenfold every year. What that means is, in 12 months' time, uh, ChatGPT and other large language models could be 10 times as good as what they are today, and they're pretty good today. In two years' time, they'll be 100 times as good, and in three years' time, they'll be 1,000 times as good. That's what Elon Musk thinks might happen. So things really are moving fast, and you have no option but to get an AI strategy um, for yourself. Now, at Global Data, we, um, we have a lot of data, as the name kind of hints at. One of the things we have is a thematic engine. And what we do is we tag 150 million signals to themes. So we look at patent trends and deal trends uh, and news trends and see how many of them are related to AI, um, uh, for example. And these are, all these are all leading indicators. In other words, if Apple registers a patent on a certain type of Gen AI today, you know what Apple's going to do in the next five years. Yep, so you can predict stuff. So let me use this engine to predict a few things. So the first is, that's not ours, that's Google. So here, of course, you can see how fast, there's three hype cycles on the left there, and it's generated by Google search trends. So you can see, uh, you know, in 2018, when everybody was, was, uh, was Googling Bitcoin, how fast it went up. Then the metaverse, a couple of years back, you know, all our clients and global data were saying, give us a metaverse strategy, but that's kind of collapsed. And now Gen AI, everybody's searching for Gen AI. Just look at the steepness uh, of that curve. Um, 
So th there's a lot of hype going on, but there's also a lot of innovation going on. And as a tech analyst uh, for the last 30 years, I have never seen the amount of innovation in terms of growth rates that I've seen for Gen AI. So the chart on the right, that is the number of patent uh, filings for just for generative AI all around the world. That's from a patents database. And you can see that in the last five years, it's grown at an average of 83% compound uh, every year. That, that's pretty fast um, uh, for, uh, for any cycle. Um, it's, and if you look, so that was patent trends. If you look at job trends, this slide is about hiring, hiring trends. Um, obviously, the tech sector is hiring AI people. That that's not, uh, you know, that's not a secret. Uh, but actually, it's not just the tech sector that's hiring uh, software engineers for AI. It's every sector. Now, the media sector, your sector. That ranks six in terms of global hiring trends for, uh, uh, for AI engineers. And you can just see in the last two years, from September 21 uh, to the end of September 23, you can just see how fast um, jo jobs in AI have gone up. So in the media sector, uh, in the whole of uh, you know, that year, there were, about, there were about 10 jobs, and now uh, there's over 166. You can see that every type of industry, uh, NVIDIA, of course, but banks, uh, you know, Airbus makes planes, VW makes cars. Uh, every single industry is hiring them. You c that's uh, a job advert for a prompt engineer from Publicis. Translate ideas, sketches, and creative visions into prompts. Isn't that worrying? Um, so, um, here are the top 20 patent assignees in generative AI. In other words, the people who own patents over the last 20 years. And you can see most of them are tech companies. There's no surprise there. But what I want to talk to you about, one of them, Sony, makes, uh, makes pictures as well. So does Apple. So does uh, lots of people, I guess. AT&T um, uh, bought a media division but couldn't handle it and got rid of it. But anyway, so these are the, the leading patent holders. And what, what, I want, what I would suggest to you is don't just look at what your colleagues in media and entertainment are patenting, look at what the tech sector's doing. You know, if Samsung, Samsung's number two there, um, you know, they are recreating how your content will interact with TVs. So uh, you need to understand the implications of their patents as, long, uh, as well as the in implications of patents uh, in media, the kind of thing NVIDIA is doing for you. Um, just a quick survey that we did uh, last quarter. Uh, we asked um, uh, executives across the world in every industry, um, has your organization got a high adoption of AI? And I know we're doing a similar survey here. And only 10% of respondents said that their organization has a high adoption of AI. So we're early in this phase. Everybody's working through it. My own company is working through it, uh, but, uh, uh, but that's where we are. But media is one of the sectors at in the front line. You are going to get hit first. Uh, another question in our survey, almost half of respondents said that they are not confident about integrating uh, ChatGPT in, uh, in their business. And then finally, uh, the last slide before I sum up, this is what we at Global Data are doing ourselves. So we're a data and analytics company. We have thousands of reports. We have over uh, 800 analysts. Uh, we have 350 proprietary databases. So the good news is we've got a lot of data. The bad news is we've got a lot of data. Yep. So clients can't find what they're looking for. So we are completely transforming our business 
in partnership with OpenAI. So this is an AI hub. It's not released yet. It's, it's going to be in beta phase in the next couple of months. Select, we'll give it to select clients to have a look. And I asked it, just yesterday, I asked it, what are the use cases for AI in the entertainment and media sector? And it came up with that as fast as you saw it. So it came up with that in about three seconds. Uh, and you can see it's got all the sources. So 11.8, that's a source. It's got related questions. Uh, but the point is, you know, it would have taken a customer a long time to get those answers. And of course, I can answer things. I can, I can follow up with questions like, can you expand on this? Can you send an email? Uh, to, to my customer on this, and, and, and so on. So just to wrap it up then, um, you guys need an AI strategy, you know that, but not just, for your, not just for your company, I would say you need an AI strategy for yourself uh, as well. Uh, you need to monitor what your tech technology partners are doing. Remember, you don't want to be the lawyer or the executive uh, they signed away EM, EMI Music's rights to Apple. Um, you want to understand regulation. Right now, there is no regulation. Um, so stay close to the regulatory trends because, you know, uh, it, 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 it will change every day. You want to protect your IP in this era uh, of AI. But again, there are no laws that help you do that. And also consider the environmental factors. These uh, large language models, they use more energy than any computing platform uh, before them. That's it. Thank you very much. Many thanks for listening to today's episode of the Broadcast Tech Talks podcast. Please like and subscribe and we'll see you on the next one.